Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. Yes, back in the saddle. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Feels so good to be back home here in Tampa Bay, and we're so grateful to God how he spared Tampa Bay the brunt of Irma. As a week ago today, we didn't really know the extent of the damage as we broadcast on 9-11. It was incredible. Hey, and just something out there, if any of you happen to record the I Work Ram show last 9-11, uh, the studio was just barely back up and powered up in time for our show last Monday. And so the recording didn't get done. And it was a really good show talking about Well, we talked with some incredible people from Cincinnati, uh, a business owner from Cincinnati, from a business called Side Effects and a C12 leader from up there. And uh, then we just talked about the fact that, you know, when it really comes down to it, we can all live with a lot less. And the perspective of our stuff, it just doesn't matter. So if any of you happen to record that show, please get a hold of me. Jim at iWorkRam.com. Jim at iWork, the number four, him.com. But thanks for tuning in to iWorkRam this afternoon as we reach out to you all over the place. First off, starting out here in Tampa Bay at AM 579, 10 at FM 102.1. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com, iHeartRadio, and Talk America Radio. We're so thankful that you tuned in. And just know, we've prayed for you ahead of this show that something that is said here today will cause you to dig deeper into your faith and connecting what you learn on Sunday, what you learned yesterday with what you do in your nine to five. You know, here's my question. Can you feel it? The race, it's heating up. Both sides are readying for a battle of epic proportions. And no, I'm not talking about the World Series. What am I talking about? The race to the end of the age. The enemy is busy telling people that that faith in God is a waste of time. He has lied and lied his way throughout the ages. As Christ followers, we return the volley with major weapons. These weapons of faith are based on prayer and the equipping of the saints. Are you ready for the battle? Are you ready for the attacks, the criticism, the persecution on behalf of the only real Lord of this universe, Jesus Christ? It has been said that you all you have to do to conquer a nation is to grab the minds of the youth. Well, hang on. Dare to Share is doing just that on 923, September the 23rd, at the end of this week. We have to engage the hearts and minds of the youth so we can take this country and this world for Jesus. The future is Jesus. The hope is Jesus. The soldiers are all ages, and Dare to Share is ready to equip the digital generations. Debbie Brasina, president of Dare to Share joins us along with Greg Steer, the founder of Dare to Share. And of course, because this involves a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share, Kathy Branzell from Love 2020, welcome to all of you. Kathy Branzell, can you hear me? Kathy Branzell, welcome back to I Work For Him. Well, while we're, th- while we're trying to get them connected up, we've got them all here in studio. We just got to make some little connections, and everything's still getting built back together again after the big uh, storms last year. So, anyway, we're talking today about the Dare to Share event. And just understand this the youth, when, when, it, when you look at what Hitler did in Germany back in the 30s, 
He got the youth and he raised them up to take over the country. And now when you look at this country, the youth have been brainwashed that evolution is really the truth and not creation. The youth of this country have been told that marriage really doesn't matter. The youth of this country have been told that God doesn't matter, that God is a fable, that Noah's Ark wasn't real, that fossils are billions of years old. The youth have been told lie after lie after lie that's been part of the progressive agenda for hundreds of years. It is so important that we recognize that it, the youth, that's where the future is. Michael, do we have people yet? All right, Michael, thank you very much. Kathy Branzell, Debbie, and Greg, are you guys all there now? I'm here. Hey, it's great when I have to monologue when I'm not ready because I'm not used to monologuing, but it's always fun. Kathy Branzell, talk to me about, you know, you you scour the planet to find groups that love and want to adopt a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share. What does that mean? What, what does uh, that prayer, care, share mean? It's so exciting. So it, it's, it's the lifestyle that Jesus called us to, and it's we've made life so much more complicated. And so when we when we start and saturate our day with prayer, we're talking to him. It's a conversation. It doesn't have to be sound like the King James Version of the Bible. It's just a conversation that we have with somebody of great authority and that we have great affection for and has he has for us. And then there's this living beyond ourself, this care, this why am I here and who can I help along my way every day? You know, where I am, I, you don't have to look very far. I mean, after our hurricane here in Florida and Georgia, and um, out in Texas, and beyond. you don't have to look very far um, in Iowa. You know, you don't have to have a hurricane barrel through for you to find somebody who could use some love, could use some help, some hope, and then share. And the last thing Jesus told us to do, his great commission was go and make disciples. And so go journey and help share what Jesus means to you and what Jesus means to the world. And there was a lot, share. There was a lot of opportunities in the last 10 days, certainly yeah. here in Florida, and then in the last month with, with Harvey in Houston, yeah. and then the earthquake in uh, the center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, in Oklahoma, sorry. There's been so much going on in people's lives, getting them to think, wow, what's really going on here? And then, of course, the eclipse got people freaked out. You know, they all get, they all get, woo, okay. But it is a true sign of the times. (laughs) You, you found this organization called Dare to Share. And you brought, you wanted to bring them on. You said, Jim, this, this organization totally wants to teach the prayer, care, share lifestyle to youth. And I know that that's the future of our country. Can you introduce our guest today? I'm so excited about our guests today. Love them so much. I think I met, I was trying to figure out if I met Greg first when we were looking, working with Luis Palau and his festivals, or um, if it was a connection through National Network of Youth Ministries, but um, met Greg uh, several years ago, and I'm so excited. He is the founder and CEO of Dare to Share, and he has talked with over a million youth. I mean, just imagine that. But what I love about Greg even more is that he listens and he learns from the youth. There's this um, relational uh, piece of him that listens to the Lord and listens to youth and teaches them to dare to share their um, their love of Jesus Christ and what He means in their life, and and uh, that He'll He'll tell you His great story, and also that Dare to Share, uh, the philosophy of Dare to Share, and how it's a lifestyle and not necessarily a model or a program. So that's exciting. And Debbie, Debbie and I were um, sisters from the start, and got, there are people that God brings into your life at just the right time that you click together, and it's as if you've always 
always known each other, and you always will. And she's just that kind of friend because she loves Jesus and um, loves people and loves the next generation. And so we're excited to be partners in Love 2020. We're excited to be kingdom partners. So I would like to introduce to you my dear friend, Greg and Debbie. Greg and Debbie, welcome to I Work For Him. Glad Thank to be a part of your show. Yeah, so sorry about that little technical stuff at the beginning. You know, that's just for fun. We just do that to keep everybody on edge. It's always more fun that way. All right. So <laughs> I, I would like to just know, Greg and Debbie, how have you seen the Lord move in your work to show that he loves your work and that he has blessed your hands to do that work? Greg, you first. Well, it's just been it's been a wild ride over twenty five years of training teenagers to share the gospel and you got to understand something. I mean, we're, we're inviting kids to come out to learn how to share their faith, and we actually unleash them to do it. And the way God has shown us His love is they actually show up. I mean, think about that. We're going we're gonna to train you to share the gospel. We're going to equip you to engage your friends in gospel conversations. You may lose some of them as a result, uh, but, you know, there'll be a band. And, I mean, they, they end up coming out and getting excited, and the youth leaders get transformed, and they begin to realize the power of prayer the power of caring for others, and the power of sharing the gospel. And sure, sometimes they lose a few friends over it, but many more times they gain disciples that are made and multiplied. So to me, that's the ultimate show of God's love, is when you see people, God use you to bring people from darkness to light. And to see a teenager uh, experience that joy is one of the greatest things on the planet. And Debbie, what about you? What have you seen? Well, I think one of the most remarkable things for me is to see young people who will show up at an event, maybe just because they've been invited by a friend. Um, These are students, kids who don't know Jesus, don't understand anything about Christianity. And through the course of an hour, a couple of hours, God moves in their heart, stirs in their heart, and they're literally leaving um, things behind like self-harming and hopelessness and family problems. And then within 24 hours, they're telling others about Jesus. And so it's crazy to me to see how the Lord just shows favor on those new believers, those new young believers who are so bold and so courageous for Him. And He just he just allows them to be the feet. Talking about Dare to Share. It's an event coming up around the country on the 23rd of this month, 2017. We've got on the line with us Greg Steer. We've got Debbie Brasina. And we've got Kathy Branzell from Love 2020. Of course, Kathy Branzell brings us the most incredible guests from around the country, people who want to promote a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share. Check out Love 2020 online at love2020.com. Greg, you founded Dare to Share. You said 25 years ago. Why was it formed, and what did God have in mind when he said, hey, Greg, get this thing started? Well, you know, it's... It's crazy because I was reached, my whole family was reached by a youth ministry. I was raised in the inner city and a very poor family, very violent family. And a preacher from the suburbs reached out on a dare uh, and reached my whole family with the gospel. And this preacher had a youth ministry that had 800 students in it. And he took us in, he trained us to, to pray for people, to share with people, and to, to give people the hope of Christ. And so I was equipped as a teen to share the gospel. I saw the power of the gospel in our youth ministry, in my family, in our community, because all of a sudden my family members who were thugs, all of a sudden are leading people to Christ. 
And my Uncle Jack, who was the toughest one of my family members, brought 250 people out to church in one month. I mean, you talk about the power of the gospel. It just exploded in and through our family. And so what we want to do is take that mission and message and multiply it in churches across America. There are over 300,000 churches in the United States. There's 13,000 Starbucks. So tell me how Starbucks can saturate the United States in frappuccinos and lattes at overpriced prices, and we can't saturate the United States with prayer, with caring, and with sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, and more people spend money at Starbucks than they do giving money to the local church. Yeah, that may be true, but I tell you, it's, it's, we, we have to invest in mobilizing young people with the gospel. I, I, just, I, I believe in the power of the gospel to transform a community, because I saw it in my own family, and I, I really believe uh, you know, what Love 2020 is doing when it comes to prayer, care, and share is so important for the church at, at large to embrace. And that's what we're doing at Dare to Share Live on September 23rd. That literally, literally is our outline for the day. We're going to train you to pray, we're going to train you to care, and we're going to train you to share, and then we're going to unleash you to do that. So Dare to Share came out of that same heart of praying, caring, and sharing with the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, so on September 23rd, you can get involved in one of these one of these uh, events. Go out to daretoshare.org, dare to, the number two, share.org. And, and Greg, am I saying your last name right? Is it Steer or is it Steyer? It's Steer. Okay, good. So I grew up in Minnesota, and that's how you would have said it. But other people, you know, other parts of the country, they always mess it up. Now, Debbie, before I mispronounce your name one more time, did I say it correctly? Brasina? Yes. Okay. Brasina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Debbie, you're the president of DareToShare.org. This event on September the 23rd, how can people get involved in this event? What's this event all about? How can people get involved? I know that Greg just said there's 69 churches across the nation that will simultaneously empower teens, but how do people get involved? What's it all about? What's it going to look like? Well, if you can imagine somewhere between 30 and 50,000 young people and their youth leaders all mobilized for the gospel of Jesus Christ at exactly the same time, um, that's what it's going to look like. Uh, our goal is 300,000 gospel conversations in just one day. So, um, Okay, stop there for a second. Day. Stop there for a second. I hate to interrupt people, but I got to. So we need to understand that. Okay, so you're going to have 30 to 50,000 teenagers. You're training them up on September the 23rd at over 69 churches all across the country. And you're talking about 300,000 faith conversations. How are you doing that? Well, then we've got a mobile app that's going to have a lot of gospel conversation starters, so students can send those to their friends, and they can light up their social media feeds. They can, they're also all going to be out doing an outreach in their communities at exactly the same time. So at the same time the two-hour outreach is happening in Fairbanks, Alaska, it's going to be happening in um, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Well, that's not really fair to the people in Alaska. <laughs> they have to get up really early. They're going to have to get up early, but they are excited about it and um, all across the country. So if you can imagine, we're going to be tracking this online. So we'll be able to see all of these conversations lighting up a map of the United States as they're happening. So um, they're all talking about Jesus. Um, And I imagine the spiritual warfare is really going to be heavy that day, too. So the way for your listeners to get involved is to pray, to pray and um, possibly to um, come out to a site. You can see the sites if you pull up daretoshare.org. Well, well, let's let's talk about these sites. 
I mean, uh-huh. yes, people can go out to daretoshare.org, daretoshare.org to find out the sites. But when, when we say there's 69 locations across the country, and you just mentioned that there's one in Alaska, and that means yeah. they got to get up really early teenagers on Saturday morning. That's a little rough, but okay. So, uh, where? I mean, how many states are, are represented by these 69 locations? Um, you know what? I wish I knew the answer to that. I'm not exactly sure how many states total. I know that, Greg, do you know the answer to that? I think that all but maybe a handful of states have a host site. Well, what I would say is uh, almost every state is within driving distance of one of these sites. So it's it's close enough. It, and on the West Coast, it's a 9 a.m. start. On the East Coast, it's a noon start. And so... Um, because one of the things we want to be able to happen is these students to experience the same training at the same time so that through the app they can communicate to each other, they can pray for each other. We're going to use the hashtag Let's Go, um, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be, you know, sharing stories across the nation. So no matter where you're at, you're within driving distance of a host site. So just go to, they can go to daretoshareLive.org and find the one closest to them, and road trip on Saturday if they're not that that close. But 69 host sites, chances are you're close to some, one of them. Well, they can get connected. I mean, the daretoshare.org website, that's got the connection to the live event as well, correct? Yes, correct. I just want to wanna drive everybody to that one website, and they can branch out from there. Dare to, the number two share, daretoshare.org. Kathy Branzell, I can see why you get really excited about this. Because, oh, yeah. Can because, you imagine? Yeah, no, I, I get, yeah, I get it. I get why you were so excited about this. Talk to me about... You know, there's got to be one in. Is, well, I should ask, Greg. You got one in Atlanta? Uh, we don't have one in uh, Atlanta. We have one in Mansfield, Georgia. We also have uh, one just north of Tampa at the Word of Life Center. We have three in mm-hmm. Florida, one in Portagunda, uh, mm-hmm. where they, you know, the hurricane hit really, really hard. Yeah, and Punta Gorda, Punta Gorda, Punta, Punta Gorda, yeah. and one in Puerto Rico. Nice. So, I mean, you got wow. places that have been devastated by the hurricane that are still on. They're like, we're going for it. And uh, it's exciting for me. I talked to the guy in Puerto Rico that's running the event. His name's Gustavo Gonzalez Rodriguez. And he's like, we made a decision that if that when that hurricane hits again this week, Maria or whatever, yep, that it's Maria. if we if we lose all our power, we're gonna we're gonna do it in we're gonna do it in the parking lot. We're not gonna be stopped. We're gonna train and equip these students and we're gonna share the gospel. And so and we're gonna go out and serve our community and, and we're gonna pray for revival. We're gonna pray, we're gonna care, we're gonna share. So the, it's just really encouraging from Punta Gorda to Puerto Rico to Orlando to you know, I mean, all the 69 sites we're so excited about, but these ones that have been hit by the hurricane are really taking a stand and saying, we're doing this. We, yeah. We're we going to serve our city. We're going to love our city. and We're going to share Christ to the people of our city. Well, and really what we talk about every day on I Work for Him is getting people to connect what they hear on Sunday with what they do in their 9 to 5. And Kathy, I can see mm-hmm. how you're excited about these students putting their faith in action and doing it as students so that when they get to the workplace, they get to college and they get to the workplace. This is already secondhand to them. They're already used to this thing. Absolutely. And they're bold and they're courageous and they're equipped and they're, mm-hmm. they, they get the joy of going and doing this. And so I'm so excited because Love 2020, you know, we come at Prayer Care Share, we say we come at it generationally, geographically, and in um, all the different areas of cultural influence. And so to have junior high and high schoolers on board, I mean, this is grassroots. This is changing lives, changing hearts, uh, going in where um, students might feel hurt, they might feel hopeless, And they're bringing in the hope and love of Jesus Christ in relationship, you know, with their classmates. 
with their friends, with the, the people they sit next to in class or that they play on the football field or that they cheer with. And and in a, a, a culture that could seem dark, that could seem scary, that could lead to temptation or, um, you know, self-hurt and other things, this is the salt and light, the love of Jesus coming in and being shared. And I, I am so excited to see what happens on Saturday and beyond because we've talked about for weeks the destruction of fires and hurricanes and earthquakes, but now this is going to be a force to stronger than any of those things that is coming to build up and to redeem. And um, that's good news. Today we're talking about an event that targets teenagers to develop a lifestyle, no matter where they go, of prayer, of showing care, and then sharing their faith. And if you want to engage your teenagers in with a devotional, we've got one we're giving away today, and it's hashtag truth by Josh McDowell. I'm sorry, I screwed it up earlier today. And so nobody called in because I said it the wrong thing. Josh McDowell's 365 Devotions for Teens Connecting Life and Faith, hashtag truth. They're going to want to pound truth into their lives, hashtag truth. Call into the studio line, call Michael, talk to him, 877-943-9673. So this upcoming event is on September the 23rd. It's called Dare to Share Live. Dare, the number two, share.org is where you can find out more about it. We've got Kathy Branzell from Love 2020. She's the one that brought this to my attention. And then we've got Greg Steer, the founder of the Dare to Share organization, and Debbie Brasina. She's the president. Kathy, tell the audience that are just tuning in after the bottom of the half hour why you thought Dare to Share was perfect for the I Work Ram audience. I'm so excited because yeah, I know a lot of your listeners have kids, have grandkids, have neighbor kids have youth groups um, at their church, and they want these um, young people to know the power and the love of Jesus Christ, and they want them to be empowered to share it with their friends. And so I love Dare to Share. I love that it, it was even birthed out of Greg's. Uh, he, he describes, you know, that the, the pastor that came to his family was kind of dared to do so. And so if you have to think of it that way, we're, we're all just kind of dared to to live above, to live courageously in, in this prayer care share lifestyle. We're dared to be salt and light and, and dare to share encourages and equips. There's not just information, but there's inspiration that just feeds this lifestyle of the Holy Spirit filled joy that comes with living a prayer care share lifestyle and sharing it. You know, and what's cool, he talked about the road trip. So the, the Georgia um, event is kind of halfway between Atlanta and Macon, Georgia. It's, it's in a perfect spot at New Rocky Creek Baptist Church because people can come from all over Georgia. You know, there's, there's not much more fun than going on a road trip with a bunch of junior high and high schoolers. <laughs> and, that is for and, sure. And, that and people think you're kidding. People think you're kidding. But no, Martha and I did youth ministry for 20 years. Not. It is some, the most fun thing we ever did in youth ministry was road trips yes. with middle you schoolers and high schoolers. 20 years, 10 years back off of your old thinking, old age life, and you want to renew your youth, go on a, go on a youth road trip. So much fun. And put your listening ears on and zip your lip and just listen and love them and then speak encouragement and truth into their lives. But I can't imagine how much fun it's going to be, and I can't wait to see what happens as 30,000 youth are equipped and released, unleashed 
to go and share the love and show the love of Jesus um, through a prayer care share lifestyle on Saturday. Prepare yourself. Things are going to change. Good news is coming. And Debbie, it's not too late for people to sign up to get involved in this event, right? No, no, not at all. Not at all. We will be taking registration all the way up through Thursday, and then um, each host site will also be prepared to take registration there on site as well if they just show up. And Greg, you mentioned that there's four locations in Florida, of course, because the live listening audience right now is mostly in Florida, although on iHeartRadio, it's across the country and around the world. In fact, I just got an email from a guy in the Philippines listening to the show. Talk to me, Greg, where are those four locations in Florida? Because Florida is a stinking big state. Yeah, we have uh, Punta Gorda, yep. um, and then just north of Orlando, we have one as well. And then we have one in uh, Tampa at the Word of Life Center up uh, in the uh, Tampa area. Yep, so Hudson. We, yep, in we Hudson. Have that, and then I think... I actually think we have three in Florida and then one in Puerto Rico. Okay. All right. Puerto Rico is a long drive. It, it just, yeah. <laughs> it just is a long drive. All right. So that's very cool. So they're all center, the center of the state for the most part. Okay. All right. So talk to me, Greg. Why is it so important that we engage our teens with the gospel and get our teens to engage the gospel in their lifestyle as students? Well, there's two reasons. One is, I mean, the gospel still works. I mean, you know, people are like, how do we change culture? And, uh, you know, Thoreau said, for every thousand hacking at the leaves of evil, one strikes at the root. What struck at the root of evil in my family growing up, which is kind of a crime family, was the gospel. Transform them from the inside out. So we want to transform a community. We want to transform a city. We want to transform a generation. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. So we're losing ground. We're, Christianity is losing ground in the United States, and the way that can be flipped is through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ being unleashed through a, the generation that is most likely to respond to him, and that is the young people. The vast majority of people that come to Christ do it by the time they're 18 years of age. So we want to change our culture. We've got to reach this next generation. Secondly, the second reason, we want to keep our Christian teens, the key is really getting them to own a mission. And so many times we think, well, if we just download theological truth into the minds of our kids, they'll keep their faith. Well, they go off to college and lose their faith. What happens when a student begins to share the gospel of Christ is Philemon 1.6, I pray you may be active in sharing your faith so that you may know every good thing you have in Christ Jesus. We want to get our kids to keep their faith, then let's get them to share their faith. Because when they share their faith, the owner faith. So if we want to advance the kingdom of God externally to this next generation, get them to dare to share life. We want to help them own their faith internally, get them to dare to share life, train your students in the prayer, care, share lifestyle. Debbie, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, but we had a lot of people that tune in after the bottom of the half hour that, that you're going to engage thirty to 50,000 students this Saturday at the Dare to Share events all across the country, daretoshare.org, daretoshare.org, and that's the number two. Talked about it, but it says on the website that you're also going that you're going to engage these thirty to fifty thousand students and youth leaders and initiate right away up to three hundred thousand gospel conversations in one day. How does that work, Debbie Persina, president of Dare to Share? Well, it works like this: you've got students who are using a mobile app that's been designed specifically for the event to start gospel conversations. So there's videos, there's pictures so that they can send them to their friends right there through texting. They can call them. They can put it on their Facebook feed, put it on their Instagram feed. They can start a gospel conversation right away. 
And so every one of those students that, in, that is involved in the event will be encouraged to go ahead and start those conversations with their friends. But they're also going to be going um, out on an outreach experience where they'll be sharing within their communities. They'll be collecting canned food. They'll be talking to um, their neighbors. They'll be talking to folks that they encounter in different neighborhoods around the host sites um, about prayer requests, about the gospel, um, having face-to-face conversations all at exactly the same time. And so between those three things, there'll be be, um, 300,000 gospel conversations. That's exciting. When you hear those kinds of numbers, it gets just to be staggering when you think, wow, okay, that's what some students could do on a Saturday afternoon. If we mm-hmm. could, Kathy Branzell, how do we take this Dare to Share event that's designed for teenagers, and how do we change this into a, you know, into a Dare to Share adult event? Because how many Christ followers sitting there listening today don't know how to do this exact thing we're trying to train our teen- teenagers to do at the daretoshare.org event? Exactly. Well, you know, and I sit here and think, what a great way to to launch 40 Days of Love. And so, you know, we're we're out there with this next generation, with all generations, saying, go and live a prayer care share lifestyle, starting, at, and, and God started it, God launched it much earlier. A lot of love has poured out due to um, the hurricanes and the fires and the earthquake and everything else. But the official launch date for 40 Days of Love is this Wednesday. We've been talking about it, talking about it, praying and planning. Well, here it is. And so how exciting that the youth will get to come alongside adults who are out there living a prayer care share lifestyle. And my prayer is that every time someone turns around, they bump into the love of Jesus. We've got Greg Steer. He's the founder of Dare to Share, and that's dare2share.org. Greg, just talk to me. Students across the world, and especially the United States, are bombarded with messages that exclude God and the message of the gospel. In fact, I just got back from the from broadcasting from the Ark Encounter. Martha and I did last week the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum, and I learned things that I never, ever had learned before. The, the truth is so covered up because... The, the world doesn't want us to know that what is re- what is written in the Bible is really truth. They're trying to give all kinds of other reasons and explanations. But these students need, they're bombarded with the garbage all the time. How is Dare to Share prepared to launch a counter-assault on these students who are under attack? Well, I believe the best defense is a good offense. You know, I watched the Monday Night Football game. I was a huge Denver Bronco fan last night. I was watching an offense overwhelm the the Dallas Cowboys to my joy and 42 to 17 my Broncos win I think so many times we play defense with our kids trying to teach them to you know just defend the faith and kind of paint them in the corner what if we train them equip them and unleash them to play offense what I mean by that is prayer care share to lean into their friends lives to pray for people to care for their friends to sit at a different cafeteria table and to share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think if we get our students involved playing offense, we have to worry less and less about them getting caught up in the world because they're going to get so caught up into Christ and His cause that they don't they don't even give a second thought to the world because they're so passionate about Jesus and sharing the love of Christ with others. You know, and I heard on the, the Global Leadership Summit Day, the president of Camping World uh, shared, he's not a Christ follower, uh, a Lebanese guy, shared his, just shared his story and just said, you know what, I was awkward when I was in high school. And you guys, we need to learn how to love awkward people because nobody was showing me love in high school and I felt neglected. And, and as Christ followers, we're called to love the awkward. 
Uh, because mm-hmm. all the all the 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 the, the jocks and uh, I don't know what they call them today, but all the sports freaks and all the you know the people that are all popular, eventually once they go to college, they're no longer those people. But the awkward people, they need to know that there's hope and there's so much you know back and forth evilness <laughs> amongst teenagers. Sharing the gospel with them is something that can save somebody's life, isn't it, Greg? It totally is. Matter of fact, we have T-shirts that dare to share that read "Awkward is awesome" because we believe it's in the crucible of those awkward conversations. Awkward I gotta get one of those. People. I gotta get one of those. Yeah. I'm sorry. We we'll, send, we'll send. We'll send you extra one. large. I gotta have an awkward is awesome shirt. I'm sorry. Okay, but you have these T-shirts. Why, Greg? Well, because evangelism oftentimes is awkward, uh, but it's in the crucible of awkward where change lives take place. It's when Jesus with the woman at the well, go and get your husband. I don't have a husband. Yeah, you've had five, and the dude you're shacking up with now is not your husband. That's what we call awkward, right? But she came to Christ, and she went, and, and she began to pray, care, and share with others. And that's exactly what we want to be able to see. All across the United States, you know, in Florida as well, one of the things we made a decision today is we want any student that's been uh, impacted uh, by the hurricane, because we know a lot of money is being absorbed. I talked to my friend Tom Parker in Punta Gorda, and he's like, man, a lot of our kids don't have money uh, to even come. And I said, you know what? We, I talked to Deb, Brasina, and, and Phil, our VP. We made a decision. We will scholarship any t- teenager uh, that can't afford to come. Uh, so you, any youth leader listening, just go to the Dare to Share live website, click under registration. There's a scholarship form under FAQs. Put in the names of your students that have been impacted and just, you know, get that in by Thursday and we'll we'll fully scholarship you to be a part of Dare to Share Live because we wanna we wanna pray care share as an organization as well. Uh not just ask these students to do it. So anyway, we wanna do that because we believe awkward is awesome and these awkward teenagers can spread the love of Christ in awesome ways. Well I, I love that. So you're willing to I mean what you just said was you're willing to sponsor uh, to scholarship kids that have been impacted by the hurricane that just don't have money to go. And I got to tell you, even though not all of Florida was impacted by wind damage or flood damage, there was nine or 10 million out of 20. So 50% of Florida, they didn't have power for multiple days and they lost all their food. I mean, yeah. the, we lost all the food. Martha went to the grocery store yesterday when we got home, no milk on the shelves. I mean, yep. because the because the milk producers don't have power. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I, I saw an article yesterday, like 3,000 gallons of milk going down the drain just at one local dairy. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of that going on that people don't talk about. Uh, and, again, mm-hmm. it's just inconvenience. That's a first-world problem. It's not like we're devastated. We will recover from this. But there's some spots in Florida that will not uh, recover. And Punta Gorda is one of the spots where there's a lot of uh, non-permanent housing. And so it gets impacted by wind really bad. So people can go on to the dare to share live.org website and register there, Greg. Yeah, just clear. If they click under FAQs and it'll have some registration information, there's a scholarship form for them to fill out. So youth leaders especially, take that, put the names of your students uh, that, that need some help, and we will fully scholarship to be a part of it. Debbie Brasina, as you think about the world, what it would look like, Imagine, dream with me if you would. What does our country look like if 50,000 students take the gospel with them every day to school and live it out and share it? I'll tell you, um, one word comes to mind right away, and that's hopeful. And we've been living in a nation that is um, known for being divided, for being angry. And when I think about the message of Jesus Christ going out, 
from these young people that they're really setting the pace for change. And I see love. I mean, Kathy's right. Um, you see people bumping into love, to the love of Jesus Christ, all over the place. And that is encouraging. Yeah, it's, it, it, love really does make a difference. And love without conditions, unconditional love, yep. is really what makes a difference. And when you look at that in the context of a high school or a middle school, where you got mean girls and, and you got boys that just hit each other. That's what we do to work things out. But there's so much persecution for people who stand up for their faith, and yet they're persecuting the one thing. There's also so much desperateness. There's people that just they desperately want to know that there's meaning in, in life, yet they don't hear any meaning in any of their classes anymore. And, and so these students are persecuting the people that could bring the very solution to them. But we need to encourage our students to live it out boldly. And that's what Dare to Share, the event on Saturday, is all about. That's correct. So, yeah, they need love. Yeah, go ahead, Kathy. Oh, I just say that, you know, this is the opportunity to create a culture of love. And so many times I hear youth who make bad choices, bad choices with friends, bad choices with their life. And, and, you know, and their parents are going, what were you thinking? And they were saying, I just, I just wanted to be accepted. I just didn't want to be invisible. You know, I just wanted someone to notice me. I just wanted to have a friend. And so, you know, and that includes, uh, you know, what, what we would say are the popular people. There are a lot of lonely, so you know, so-called popular people. That's for who sure. Just, and so if they had one good friend, if they had two good friends that they could make godly choices with and live out their faith with, that is the path they would go down. And so um, understand that everyone is awkward, and everyone needs affirmation and acceptance. And if you can befriend a person and say, I want to walk out my faith with you and journey this thing we call life together, uh, you will change the course of that person's life. Is this the first time this event's been held, Debbie? Yes, it is. Okay. It's never been done before. Never been done before. Okay. All right, so people, check out the website, Dare to Share, dare, the number two, share.org, dare to share.org. Get your students signed up for this and, and get them connected. Four sites or three sites here in Florida, if you're listening in Puerto Rico, that's over there, but all across the country. If you go onto the website, dare to share.org, click on the live event for Saturday, the 23rd of September, 2017. Find out where these events are. I imagine this is going to be the beginning of huge things in our country as we start to take it back one student at a time, as we start to engage our youth with the truth. Greg, dream with me for a minute. 25 years ago, you started with this. How many kids have you seen impacted by Dare to Share to date? We've been able to train equip, by God's grace, one million teenagers how to, how to share the gospel. And that's exciting, but there's one billion teenagers worldwide. And so we want to that's see a scary figure. accelerate this. And you know what? Through technology... And to the fact that teens are just spastic and out of control, they can be harnessed, unleashed with the gospel of Christ in powerful ways. We've got to train them to pray, to care, and to share. And we've got to really go through the church to do that. We believe in the church. There's 5 million churches worldwide. There's 300,000 churches in the United States. This can happen. We can turn our churches into mobilization centers for the next generation, and not just teenagers. May they lead the way. Just like David on the battlefield killed Goliath, and an army of adults followed and chased the Philistines down, our teenagers can lead out, and then the adults can come out of their foxholes and chase the enemy down and pray, care, and share until everyone everywhere hears the good news of Jesus Christ. Greg Steer, Debbie Brasina, and of course, Kathy Branzell with Love 2020. Thank you guys for bringing Dare to Share to I Work for Him today.
Thank you much. Make sure you guys check it out online at daretoshare.org. Dare, the number two, share.org. Get your students involved today. It's on Saturday. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.